Have you ever hit that sweet spot where everything's going right, doors open, and opportunities magically appear? That is what Golden Alignment is all about. Dr. Beth Golden loves to play in that golden space and teach others how to get there and stay there. Get ready to listen, share, and experience what Golden Alignment in life can look like for you. Now, here is the host of Golden Alignment, author, speaker, and coach, Dr. Beth Golden. Hello on this beautiful Wednesday here in Colorado. Um, I am Dr. Beth Golden, and my guest today is Leslie Carol Botha. Um, Social media was the last thing on Leslie's mind, and certainly not what she thought was golden alignment. When asked, what do you do, she would respond, I'm a woman's health advocate. As a matter of fact, Leslie, excuse me, has been involved in holistic health and prevention for over 30 years. She's a graduate of the National Institute of Whole Health, whose educational model is based on wellness and the integration of mind, body, and spirit. She has spent most of her career educating women and men about body literacy. Leslie is a sought-after speaker and has presented her seminal research at many conferences over the years and on many continents. In the last year, Leslie has combined her marketing brilliance with her involvement in the women's health community to form a new business, Matrix Media Marketing, which provides special care and attention while creating social media platforms to help women-owned businesses gain visibility and increased income. Well, good afternoon, Leslie. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Beth. Really glad to be here with you. I'm very excited. I chuckle when I, you know, read Leslie's bio. We've known one another for several years. And I just have this vision of our lives are like a spiral. And we dedicate ourselves, as Leslie has for 30 years, to caring for women and their hormone health. And then things make a shift and maybe not wanted, and we have to shift whether we want to or not. So those are the topics that we're going to be discussing with Leslie today. So Leslie, do you want to start with a little background of what you were doing and how you shifted initially into social media? Well, I will tackle that because as you were, you know, speaking, it dawned on me, you know, it may seem like these are apples and oranges, but the bottom line is, is that women have gotten into pull um, about their health, uh, specifically their reproductive health, their mental, emotional health. I've got some data on that. Um, because of the lack of education that we've had about our bodies, specifically the uh, our endocrine system. Um, and, you know, that's another whole show and another whole topic. But that's my love. That's my passion. And that's the message that I want to um, share with women. And, of course, as I've been in radio for years, Beth, as you know, 30-some-odd years, uh, plan to get back into radio, but a much-needed hiatus, um, but part of the 
big problem is in this lack of understanding about what's going on is that the messages that we have been fed about our bodies and um, written by men, we'll just leave it right there, um, we have not had enough uh, women's voices in the conversation. I mean, seriously, yeah, I mean, we can talk about it, but the first time I read a, a gynecological textbook, a medical gynecological textbook, um, that was uh, in the family planning clinic where I worked. I just went, well, that's interesting. That's nothing more than a manipulation and intervention of women's natural hormone cycles. I mean, all, all it was is, you know, taking what was perfection and, and sort of, like I said, manipulating it, uh, making it sick and diseased and, and therefore it needed to be fixed or let's just take the damn thing out anyway. You don't need it anymore, Right. Um, yeah. but so the, the bridge came with social media after I walked into my son's house and said to him in 2009, and you know which son I'm talking about. And <laughs> I said, all right, all right, you're going to have to teach me about Facebook. And he goes, oh, mom. And I was like, no, you're going to have to teach me about Facebook. And, and so he said, well, this is how you do it. And I said, no, this is how I'm going to do it. And in and because I'm all about sharing information and education, and so I've used my social platforms professionally, and am now developing this matrix, as you mentioned, thank you, Beth, to help other women practitioners and women in business get their voices into the conversation. Uh, isn't that what this hashtag Me Too movement is all about? Uh, we are on the verge of women's voices being heard. They need to be heard. Women need to hear from other women about uh, their health care, about their mental, emotional health. You know, we're tired of being diagnosed, labeled, and, and put on drugs. I'm personally tired of, of hearing women crying out because they've had body parts ripped off of them and then realizing that they didn't or ripped out of them and then realizing that they didn't have to have that anyway. Um, and the more voices that we get into the social media platforms, um, and I'm talking women with, you know, who really have a message about health and healing and education and alternative therapies, um, the more we get those into the social platforms, the better off um, women as a whole will be. I've been working, uh, communicating with a woman all morning from the United Kingdom. Um, diagnosed with cervical cancer at age 20. You know, cervical cancer cells, doesn't know what to do, had a Gardasil HPV vaccine. That's another whole story and another whole show. Um, but, you know, being young, uneducated, having unprotected sex, um, as many of us did and, and still do, <laughs> Because we don't understand it. I mean, we're put on hormonal birth control and think, oh, we're safe. Well, all we're safe from is pregnancy. Pregnancy doesn't kill us. It's a sexually transmitted diseases that kill us. Um, and, and so, you know, the, we need to be reaching these women with our voices. And so that's why I've made this transition and, um, and I'm having fun doing it and engaging well, with women. Great. Yeah, it's been great. I I was chuckling when you were talking. I was 21 and I was working at Scripps Clinic in La Jolla, California. Had PMS, went to one of the doctors, and 
get it's now an over-the-counter I'll say drug but at that time you had to get a prescription for it but it was like you can either take this it was an anti-inflammatory or you can go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist and get on an antidepressant and at that time I was 21 and so I, I just kind of laugh I being older and having more of a voice and making more choices in my life and the Me Too movement, all of it, all of this is creating a beautiful platform where we can be seen and heard and cared for in a wonderful healing manner. So Leslie brings that to the table. I've had the privilege of being under her tutelage of how to do this. Um, social media can be very time-consuming and you need to be self-promoting, but if you can create a matrix of like-minded practitioners, women, friends who can also spread your message, it's a whole lot easier than wearing the solo cap. So share with us about matrix media marketing. Kind of how did you fall into a boutique agency? Why do you call it that? What do you offer? Well, I was doing some consulting jobs for some women's health organizations, and then um, they they fell through about, I guess it will be two years ago, um, and it kind of put me in a quandary, and then I started working for a boutique agency out of Denver um, and learned a lot about social media that um, yeah, I probably wouldn't have learned otherwise. Some of the techniques and the tricks and the skills and how to use it and optimize it blah, blah, blah. Um, but, you know, I'm much older than those millennials, and I kept thinking, I'm going to get fired. <laughs> I should not be here. <laughs> I mean, a woman in my age, you know, and, and it was like hanging out with millennials, and, and then all of a sudden I started excelling and pushing past these um, young women um, because I understood marketing. I understood uh, content marketing. I understood the importance of building relationships to engage and get conversations going. Uh, I've been doing that for most of my adult life via either magazines, print media, or broadcast media, which broadcast media, which I just really, really love, and bringing people into the conversation. And so I started getting comfortable with this agency and feeling like, okay, I do have a place here. I do have a voice. And I am bringing in clients, I am bringing in sales, and, and this works. And then I started networking up here in northern Colorado and just mentioning to people what I was doing. And the next thing I realized there was a demand for it within my women's community up here that you and I, Beth, you know, we walk together in. And you've even, you even noted that to me and said, boy, you have a lot to offer these women, whether it's training or um, social media management, and that's when I decided to, you know, open my own little agency. And at first, it was called Taking Care of Business because I was going to a network group, and my mom said, or my son said, "Mom, you need a business card." And I was like, "Darn!" I looked around and went, "Oh yeah, these are about ten years old. They'll work." <laughs> and then I realized that taking care of business really, really didn't uh, speak to. What I was envisioning for developing this women's community, online women's community, 
Um, and and then the word matrix kept coming to my mind because I envision this as a web of communication and engagement and relationship and that we each reach out to each other as it should be because that is um, a, a womanistic model and that we each reach out and to touch the next woman and she'll touch another woman and so forth and so on because it does take a village and that village needs to be active in each other's um, health care and upbringing, and that goes for our our daughters as well. Yeah. Well, Leslie, I knew this is going to happen. This show's going to fly by. We are going to go to our first commercial break. And on the other side, I'm going to um, talk about women functioning in a more cooperative nature, that's our true nature versus competitive, and yet we're trained to be competitive. So we're going to talk about how we can um, train in a very simple manner, women how to, uh, to use this matrix and how to support one another. So we will be back after this short commercial break. Do you want to create change in your life based on your values? Do you want to love this experience we call life because you are living in alignment with your soul's calling? Do you want to expand your relationship with abundance and move from surviving to thriving? By tuning into Inspired Choices radio show, Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You'll be amazed by your golden health, wealth, love, and magical opportunities. Listen for the Golden Alignment radio show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Inspired Choices radio show, Golden Alignment, with Dr. Beth Golden. To participate in this program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255. Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also choose to comment by email by going to www.drbethgolden.com. Now back to Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden. Welcome back. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is Dr. Beth Golden and my guest today is Leslie Botha. I specialize in helping people come to this place of conscious and subconscious alignment where everything flows more easily. And I was listening to the, the rejoiner about align with your soul's calling. Well, some people are blessed to have a singular soul's calling, but more often than not, uh, due to different circumstances in life, we need to shift. And particularly as women and wives and mothers and grown kids, and hormones and menopause, everything is always changing and shifting. So golden alignment is possible at any time, and I teach how to get there and how to stay. Now, before the break, Leslie was talking about realizing her skills in social media. And I wrote that because of her age, she has a great understanding of the wholeness of the human being, she can actually visualize this matrix and the interconnection. She's also very, very, very visually creative. So if you 
not when you hire her, she'll be able to represent you very well and create beautiful products for you to put out and that she puts out for you on social media. So let's go back to that point of women working cooperatively versus competitively. Because even though this is a great idea, I still think there's some little bit of mental training of how to support each other on social media. Can you address that? Uh, that's a big one. I'm not sure if I know how to address that. Um, and I think I come from it from a whole different angle, but I'm going to see what I can do with it from your angle. Um, I think the problem, the, the reason for the competition that women have historically um, had, and it starts very early, as we know, at puberty, uh, if not before, uh, where we kind of ditch other women for to be accepted into the male world. Um, and that was written by Carol Gilligan many years ago in her book called In a Different Voice. Um, and that whole competition thing comes about because we have not been taught that we have any value uh, as being women, as being girls. And so as we are going into puberty, we're kind of ditching our moms and everyone else and, and, and sneaking the lipstick off to school. And I did. I don't know. Anybody else go into the bathroom <laughs> and, and junior high school and put on all that makeup your mother didn't want you to wear um, and, and, white and go out and... <laughs> Right, and the white lipstick, right, and go out and present in the world um, to be attractive to to men. Um, and when women don't have and girls don't have any values about who they are and their strengths, or here's another big thing that I harp on, our history as women, our accomplishments, our failures, uh, our successes, uh, to know other women in history who have gone before us, to know the stories of our mothers and grandmothers and their struggles. We don't have sense of that. We're kind of like a ship wandering out at sea, and we're just looking to dock at any port. Well, unfortunately, that port <laughs> usually is a guy, <laughs> and and we need to... And docking means something completely different then. <laughs> Well, yeah, it was not a really good analogy, <laughs> analogy right? Um, but, I mean, we need to basically teach women that they have more value than what lies between their legs. And I've been saying that forever, but and that's very, very true. When we don't have that sense, then we comp compete with each other. And so that's the, that's the shift, especially in this, in this Me Too conversation, I mean, which is so exciting about the conversation because it's women coming together with one voice and coming out and saying, me too. Well, that creates a bond where there was never a bond, where there was shame and trauma, and now that shame and trauma and stigma is being broken down in a collective voice. And that's what ha needs to happen all across the board. So social media, to get to your question to me, is, is a way of building up a collaborative voice. I mean, there are billions plus people on Facebook. Um, my theory with this matrix media, especially using LinkedIn, which is a, a more professional platform for those of you familiar with that, is that we all have each other's clients because we are all walking in um, 
a path where people are attracted to us or we're surrounding ourselves with influencers. And if you're not, talk to me. I'll help you with that. And so we all have each other's clients, potential clients. And it's very possible that the people I have attracted, that only a certain percentage of them are going to be interested in what I have to offer. Whereas if I introduce them to Beth and they start seeing Beth interacting with me and we're sharing each other's posts and information and that gets shared, you know, this is like the the concept that Inspire Choices Network is doing. We're all sharing each other's information. Then our reach and our growth and engagement um, expands exponentially like a matrix. Or like the pebble that you yeah. throw into a pond and it just ripples out. Well, so I, I think use, those, um, and being at this age, yeah, it's being at this age, I'm, and I'm pissed off enough, I'm concerned enough that I have to focus on um, getting um, our voice out there, the collective women's voice out there, um, as far and wide as possible. Because, Beth, and I'm, and I'm gonna, I know this is a tangent, I know I'm gonna digress, but two studies have just come out, and, and I'm so bothered by them, because I've been talking about this, um, for years. Um, let's see if I can't get this tab to close. Um, have come out from Massachusetts General Hospital, and they're really big on women's mental health. And, and the other came out from Cambridge in, in the past week. And the one from Cambridge uh, says that one in four pregnant women have mental health problems. Uh, the one that just came out from a Massachusetts General Hospital this week said that uh, perinatal suicide, highest risk occurs at 9 to 12 months postpartum. What's happening to women? And not only that, we have high rates of autism and neurodevelopmental disorders in our children and high rates of chronic illness. If women don't get their voices out through the social matrix, we're going to be losing. The United States already has a high premature uh, death rate amongst women, one of the highest maternal mortality rates in the world for a developing nation on par with Mexico. Um, these are stats that women really do not know. Um, and, you know, I could have one my voice out there and just shouting and shouting and shouting. I don't think it's going to do as much good as if there become a hundred voices shouting, a thousand voices shouting. And we ripple yeah, out and, and we I, have a, a matrix together. Well, I put... Um, Go ahead, you talk. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I know, it's <laughs> Get the greatest bang for your buck, you know, because we can, it's very important to title things properly and provocatively so that people will open it. Um, people don't know those stats about women. I do know about postpartum depression and suicidal tendencies in moms with that. Um, loneliness, if you've been a working woman and have been wanting a baby for so long and you come home and then you're just like dying on the vine because you're an extrovert and you aren't getting any input. And if you don't have the wherewithal to become involved in other groups and communities, that can be really challenging. So the social media thing is important. Now, as you can tell, Leslie is extremely knowledgeable as well as very passionate. and She always has been about women's issues. 
And what I would love is collectively if we could take it like a step step by step. Let's look at this issue, discuss it, disseminate information so that we have like the the point of a bow on a boat. It's cutting water. So Leslie's issues and things that she gets to share all over the world as one of them is autism, which is interesting, and the other is women's hormonal health and how often we are viewed as crazy. And the third, which is fabulous, is also she has a beautiful diagram of the moon and how we, our bodies respond. As you know, many women will get their periods at the full moon and the tides, and she has some great explanations about that. So I think we're going to dance in between your expertise and social media and then your expertise and social media. So let's talk about the um, the moon cycle and how that affects people. And when you were working with young women and they were thrown in jail, you have great oh, stories. Oh, my gosh, right. Yeah, you remember that. So, yeah, in a perfect world, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the and the world is is far from perfect, but in a perfect world, um, I mean, this world is is governed by rhythms. We dance with rhythm rhythms. That's why women were revered as goddesses. Our menstrual cycle matched the rhythms, natural rhythms of the universe. And by the way, I do sit on the board of the Cycles Research Institute, which is made up of the world's greatest natural cycle researchers. Um, and I've been so privy to, you know, so much information, but I've been given an award for my work, and the menstrual cycle is regarded as a natural cycle in this universe and revered and respected because it still, it, it fits within the paradigms or the definitions of what a natural cycle is. And there are hundreds of natural cycles. Uh, most of those are governed by the lunar cycle, at least the body ones, anything that's influenced by water. Um, and that has been women's power for a long, long time. And when you know how to dance with that, that cycle, you, you start trusting your, your emotions, your behaviors, who you are, instead of always doubting who you are. Like we go along really fine and can chug along for three weeks and go, oh, this is great. I can move mountains. I'm doing this, doing that. And the next day we're free-falling off of Mount Everest and going, what the hell just happened? And everyone's looking at you saying, what's wrong with you? And you're looking, saying to yourself, what's wrong with me? Well, the next thing we're doing, we're trotting off to the doctor for some Xanax and Prozac because we don't understand what's wrong with us. And we're scared, you know, because we don't understand. Well, that's called hormones. That's called the menstrual cycle. And, you know, all women have been taught about is reproductive health which is all about sex and birth control and STDs. Um, it has nothing to do with who we are, and that's our endocrine health and our hormone health. And that has everything to do with who we are. And so once again, you know, with the advent of birth control, which was so important because women were dying from having 9, 10, 12 pregnancies and the quality of, of the children being into the world diminished with each pregnancy because they didn't understand the role of nutrition and the importance of replacing nutrients um, and women were dying young um, and so yes we needed birth control and I fought hard uh, in the 70s uh, for that right in the 60s and 70s for the right to have birth control uh, the right to choose 
pro-choice, to choose over our bodies, right, wrong, whatever that looks like, the choice is a woman's. Um, and now, in this day and age, and unbeknownst to most women, that choice to have birth control is is no longer our choice because the birth control used to be diaphragms, condoms, birth control pills, things that we had control of in our house, in our home, in our bedroom, whether to use or not. Today, birth control are injectables, implants, and insertions, things that are inserted, implanted, and injected into our body, dripping chemical hormones into our bloodstream that last far longer than we scream to the doctor, take it out. And by the way, then we have to go to the doctor and have it inserted and then beg him to take it out. And they're saying, oh, it's all in your head. <laughs> well, turns out it is all in our head, but, you know, they, they say it sarcastically and because they don't understand. But when you have these synthetic hormones crossing the blood-brain barrier and suppressing a vital part of the brain, it becomes all in your head and affects your mental, emotional health, which is why I alluded to these studies back here. We have years okay. of unchecked birth control Leslie. use now, the greatest medical experiment. we got to go. And I think it's affecting women's well-being. Yeah. We're out yes. of here, right? Here, here. Here, here. Here, here. Um, <laughs> you go. Um, we are going into our second break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about that lunar cycle, when your energy is low, when your energy is high. And we're going to talk a little bit about mothers and daughters because I always had the choice and I have sons and you have sons and so I think everything's the same. I don't, you know, the noro things that you put inside you, etc. So let's just talk about being mother and taking responsibility for helping educate others. We will discuss that on the other side of our second break. Do you want to create change in your life based on your values? Do you want to love this experience we call life because you are living in alignment with your soul's calling? Do you want to expand your relationship with abundance and move from surviving to thriving? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You'll be amazed by your golden health, wealth, love and magical opportunities listen for the golden alignment radio show every wednesday at 2 p.m eastern standard time 1 p.m central 12 p.m mountain and 11 a.m pacific on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com welcome back to the inspired choices radio show golden alignment with dr beth golden to participate in this program Please call US 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also choose to comment by email by going to www.drbethgolden.com. Now back to Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden. Welcome back from our second commercial break. I am Dr. Beth Golden, and I am be launching in April a seven-module program called Golden Alignment, How to Get There and How to Stay There. Rev up your results, remember who you are, realign with the soul of your being, 
recalibrate and receive. So a lot of this information is going to be woven into that in-home project. Now, before the break, our lovely, passionate Leslie was <laughs> sharing things across the ages about women and and how it is more challenging for our young women today, perhaps, than for ourselves. But let us go to your moon cycle um, diagram and when our energy is low and when we can ramp up and that when we are cognizant of that and respect that cycle, we're just a lot kinder. Also, in today's age, I have a word written here, tender. I need to be tender with myself. I need to be gentle with myself because if you have any type A tendencies, you're constantly pushing. And when you're constantly pushing, you overtax your adrenal system, which creates all kinds of things or can. So let's talk about that cycle, Leslie. Thank you. I'll promise to stick to the topic. So in a perfect world, we're, we're born um, coming in, uh, as babies cycling with the natural cycles of the universe, circadian rhythms, which dominate this universe. Every cell in our body dances to circadian rhythms. That is what the endocrine system is all about and the seven glands that match up with the seven chakras. The endocrine system is the body's balancing act, the regulating act, and through the pineal gland in the in the in the top of the brain, that's receives receiving energy from external influences, all the way down to your root chakra and our reproductive organs, just receiving um, the influence of of rhythms from from the universe, from the moon, the dance of the moon. So, you know, in a perfect world, we're developing as children, and then we hit puberty, and for uh, both boys and girls, we we shift from this rhythm, girls more so, and develop our own reproductive rhythm. And that's what puberty is all about. It's, an, it's a new pathway that is opening, a door that is opening into motherhood. Um, and so our body, that is one of the most fragile times of our lives. Fragile. And I can't stress that enough for mothers who's, who you're thinking of placing your young girls on birth control or their doctors advising it or getting vaccinated with the HPV vaccine or having some sort of other surgery or dental surgery. Be very cautious about doing anything around the time of puberty. Because the body uh, is going through this shift and this change, and and what we don't consider is that all these things will shock the body. Even surgery mm-hmm. sends shock waves through the body, and so when you're doing that at a fragile time, and we'll get into that, that's going to have de- detrimental effects that could be long-lasting on on our health and well-being. So the shift into puberty and into motherhood. And then when that window, when we are finished with that window, it's a gentle shift into menopause. Well, by the time most of us get into menopause, we're so (laughs) instantly whacked out, we're crashing and burning. And that's the truth because we've lived outside of this menstrual rhythm of day one. You know, the first day you get your period. Um, And, you know, it's the bottom of the cycle. And and day by day three or four, your hormones are rising. And you're like, all right, I'm alive again. 
bring it on. And we hit ovulation, and we go from being independent and assertive, you know, after hormones start rising and ovulation, we kind of get more nurturing. And, you know, and maybe, and, you know, not just the husbands and the kids, but maybe our business, our plants, you know, anything that kind of inspires us. And then we hit that third shift in our hormone cycle, um, and we turn pre-menstrual. <laughs> we all know what that means. However, that's actually, that's actually a hashtag fake news story. <laughs> Um, right? Because, um, anybody who really is well versed in women's history, women's wisdom, and the power of menstruation knows that the premenstrual menstrual phase, or what I call the menstruum, what is called the paramenstrum, is a very powerful, magical, intuitive time, which is why women gathered for years in the red tent, uh, to honor themselves and to honor their wisdom and, um, and their collective consciousness. Um, and it is a great, time for women individually and collectively to really embrace themselves fully. But it's frightening to us because we've never been taught about the power. We've been taught about the disease of it, right? Mm -hmm. So understanding where you are with your menstrual cycle, I might have digressed, Beth, forgive me, and the moon cycle, which is doing its own dance, and the menstrual cycle, we're doing our own dance with the moon cycle, and knowing where you are as where the moon is, is helps you understand and helps you trust yourself more than just wandering around out there with a wide-open vagina. End of story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my work. All right, but here's the deal. Let's get back to the social politics of this, because my work with at-risk girls, I taught them how to chart their menstrual cycles. And these were 13 to 17-year-old girls who had already been abused, raped, uh, thrown in jail, and were now in a restorative care program, hated being there. Um, And I came in and developed a menstrual health education curriculum, taught them how to chart their cycles as an art project, uh, which is another story. But the data that I walked away from, and this is what's most disturbing, is that no matter the girl her age, her background, whatever. She all started charting with markers and stickers on neon-colored paper and everything was airy-fairy and life is good. And and then they got to the premenstrual phase and the pastel colors went to dark black and brown and angry. And every single girl. And, And when I did, we would collect those charts after each month, start another chart, and we'd have the good, the bad, and the ugly symptoms written on the charts. Beth, you've seen these. And, and we would mm-hmm. lay the charts out three months in a row. And when these girls understood that their self-destructive, uh, addiction-compulsive, anger, frustrating behaviors were cyclical, and that the girls would pull out when their period started and, and their hormones started rising, It changed their lives exponentially, and then we worked on prevention, all right? How do we prevent going from that deep, dark place, and what does that look like? And how can we support each other instead of calling each other a bitch? Because that's another place where, oh, this is very good, Beth, because that's another place where women turn on each other. Oh, did you see Beth this week? She was so great to work with last week, and now she's such a bitch. 
we turn on each other in an instant because we don't understand the cyclical nature of who we are. Instead of my saying, or Beth was really great to work with last is. week. Yes. Right. And this week, well, you know, I think, I think I know where Beth is in her cycle and I think she needs more support and maybe just time to, you know, step back a little bit and take care of herself instead of yelling at mm-hmm. you to say, make that deadline. Right? <laughs> so these are well, the things that I teach girls in the program. <laughs> then, yeah. But these are things that I would okay. teach the girls in the program and share with them. Well, and it's, it is um, really but the, yeah, but And I was saying, Leslie, hang on a minute. I was just saying that as <clears throat> a woman who's in menopause, it's great. The ups and downs aren't as severe, and the ability to work on self-mastery, if you've been doing it a lot in your life to begin with, comes to a lot of fruition. So not only is it important to teach women about cycles and, you know, you know when you're feeling the gnashing of teeth and being able to, to chart that, but also with golden alignment coming from a place of self-love. And before you get too deep into, I always go, ee, 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 because it was like, you want to hurt somebody or you need to be away. Before you get into that behavior, instantly when you feel that way, how do I take care of myself should be the first question. And how do I express to the people around me what I need? You know, it could be very tumultuous with teenage girls when they're cycling and all the drama and, and yes, the backstabbing and the this and the that. I, when you're saying that, I know it's very true. I worked in middle schools, etc. In this phase of my life, I don't experience that. I don't experience it because I don't want to put myself in that position. Um, but I just don't see it or feel it as a competitive, angry thing. But I know that it's really important to train mothers how to see and love and understand their daughters and vice versa. So I just think that that's a really important question. Now let's, and we're going to flip back to social media. Well, wait, before we flip back, two more things, and then I agree with you, because two more things before we flip back. Um, One is I think um, this hormone rate, you know, uh, this, this hormone rage is the basis of a lot of family dysfunction uh, because a lot of action reaction goes on within the home. And the most importantly, the most important thing I want to end this break with is that uh, the data I came away with working with these girls is that over 90% of these 13 to 17 year old girls had their periods when they were in jail, which means they were acting out premenstrually because they didn't know what was going on with them. Um, and I and I think that's a huge social political problem that needs to be addressed. Absolutely, and you know it seems like such a, it's a simple thing. It's like, hey, guess what? And yet, how often is that even being looked at? They're just thrown in jail and forgotten or punished. Well, so yeah, because we're going into alcohol at one time. Alcohol, break. alcohol at one Leslie time of the. Going okay, sorry about break. that. I'll wait. <laughs> I am the queen. <laughs> We are going into our I bow to you, oh, queen. <laughs> good thing we're really good friends, huh? <laughs> and on the other side, we will. Right. 
some other exciting topics. So here we go into our third break. Do you want to create change in your life based on your values? Do you want to love this experience we call life because you are living in alignment with your soul's calling? Do you want to expand your relationship with abundance and move from surviving to thriving? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You'll be amazed by your golden health, wealth, love, and magical opportunities. Listen for the Golden Alignment Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment, with Dr. Beth Golden. To participate in this program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also choose to comment by email by going to www.drbethgolden.com. Now back to Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden. Hello, this is Dr. Beth Golden in a lively discussion with my dear friend Leslie Carol Bopa. We've known one another long enough that we can we can banter like this back and forth. So I'm seeing some questions here in the chat room. Um, a, how do I take care of myself? And how do I express to those around me what I need? And I think both of those are really good questions. So Leslie, would you like to address those? Oh, how do I take care of myself? Well, and, and let me go back to what I was trying to say, and I do apologize, Beth. I get so passionate. You know that. Um, we'll duke it out later. <laughs> but um, <laughs> is that we have to understand. <laughs> we have to understand our cycling selves. Um, and it's so empowering. Um, we have high points and we have low points. Um, that's the dance of our universe. We're not, we don't live well in a testosterone-driven reality. It's not our reality. And I think that's important for all of us to know. So um, when immunity is highest, we can handle alcohol, drugs, surgery, um, extraneous exercise, workloads, et cetera, et cetera. When our hormones drop, our immunity drops, and that's during the paramenstruum. And go back to those girls in jail when they were premenstrual, and drinking and drugging like they were at another time of their cycle, it hits them much harder. And this is when they're more vulnerable to rape and abuse and getting pimped and sex trafficked, uh, date raped because they pass out. And we've all seen too many horrific pictures of women getting gang raped while they've been passed out. Um, and we start understanding these cyclical changes in our body and start living with them instead of against them. That's the first way of starting to take care of ourselves and empowering ourselves. And, of course, sharing that with um, our daughters. So, you know, after menstruation, we may feel like getting out into the world and you're going, I'm here, I'm the queen, and I'm taking charge, right? And then... We have to honor that other side of ourselves that goes, oh, I feel very vulnerable right now. 
And and when we feel that way, it's not a time to uh, give up. It's not a time to to check out. Uh, it is time to embrace oneself and take care of oneself and take that time out um, because this too shall pass. It is a phase. When those girls understood it was a phase, they became empowered. Um, we also have to realize now, empow- that they're... Which, Go ahead. Well, I was thinking empowered. I think that is so true. And then empowered also, I remember I had a girlfriend and she was, we'd say, hey, let's go do blah, 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 blah. And she goes, nope, you know, I'm menstrual and I just need to be by myself or hang out. And that takes a lot of wisdom. So when I'm looking at, you know, how do I express what I need? I need more chocolate, I need to eat more, I need to rest, I don't need a lot of noise or like high vibration irritation around me. But it takes a lot of self-awareness and growth to do that and not everybody's there, it takes time. Thank you for bringing that up, that's brilliant. Um, the other piece of that is, is that it will add years to your life and there has been data and study on that. Uh, studies on that is that living with your menstrual cycle will bring years to your life. Living against that cycle, just, you know, think of a fish uh, or a salmon trying to swim upstream, right? Um, mm-hmm. Swim against the tide, swim against the current, you're right. What's going to happen? That salmon's going to get exhausted and just give yep. up. And, and that's not unlike what happened to women. We get tired of fighting the ups and downs of our menstrual cycle, our uterus gets stressed out. We go to the doctor and say, take it out. I'm done. And that brings its own cascade of problems. Yes, it does. Now, the time has flown. I just want to be have you be very aware. We have about four and a half minutes for the end of the show already. So is there some takeaways that you would like to share? Nuggets of information either on this. I know we haven't spoken as much about social media because these topics are your life work. So is there anything in the next few minutes you would like to wrap things up with? Well, I would now like to go back to social media. And thank you, Beth, now that I've gotten off my little platform there that I was (laughs) stuck on. Uh, go, Leslie, go. Because, <laughs> and, and back, you know, the beginning of the show and your eloquent uh, introduction um, and, and my explanation, too, about how it's it's so important for women's voices to come out as a chorus. Um, and, and that's the basis of my uh, Matrix Media Marketing um, Agency. And my, my intention is to do as much of the social media work I can myself and then train other women and or and uh, train other women to handle their accounts or train other young women to do social media and and, and my working on creating this matrix. Because there are so many women right. who are suffering if you dabble in PMDD groups and, and depression and anxiety and mental health groups um, like I do and and um and women's health groups like I do the the amount of suffering is is just phenomenal there's a native american proverb um 
and I think it was the Cheyenne, the Cheyenne tribe, a Native American proverb that says a nation is not defeated until the hearts of its women are on the ground. Um, And I think maybe that's the impetus for me taking this switch, this alignment, as you keep talking about, and to to focus my attention in the in the you know waning phases of my life now um, to to create a platform so that as many women's voices as possible can be heard. Well, I think that's beautiful. And for any and all of you women who are out there, have opinions, I'm sure, or a healing modality, Leslie, please share how they can get a hold of you with the email or whatever you need to help for contact information. Um, my new website is is going up. It'll be Leslie at LeslieCarolBotha.com. Um, I'm grateful to my friend Jan Rossi, who is working with me on putting that together. Uh, Leslie at LeslieCarolBotha.com is my email address, um, or you can reach me at Hormone Goddess on uh, Twitter, and you can also reach me at Leslie Carol Botha on Facebook and on LinkedIn or um, where any way that you would like to. Um, I'm always available to speak with women, to talk with them about this matrix con- concept. I invite all of you to come on board um, and let's build a matrix so that we can start healing um, the women who need us. Great. And when you go to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com under Beth Golden, you'll see uh, this particular show and also in the archives and all Leslie's contact information is there as well. Leslie is delightful and a wealth of information. She is extremely passionate, kind, caring person. So as we close the show, I want to say thank you again, Leslie. And remember, golden alignment is when your your mind and your heart are in alignment. And often that takes courage. So I am here, Dr. Beth Golden, to support you through those processes so you can thrive now and always in your life. Take care. God bless. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for choosing to listen to Golden Alignment. Dr. Beth Golden will return next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, enjoy playing in that golden space where health, wealth, love, and magical opportunities appear.